don't put them on the marketplace. Or the inner circle, you know, where all the stories and stuff may be acceptable as you trade stories. But in the marketplace, you've got to be ultra-conservative, shift gears if you have a problem, shift gears, especially in the marketplace, and make sure that it isn't costing you a big share of your marketplace unduly. Because there's no use suffering an extra hundred, two hundred thousand dollars a year income simply because you're careless with your language in the marketplace. So of all the places not to be careless, it's in the marketplace concerning your language. So do you see where I'm going here? Next is habits. You just got to be careful of those. Smoking. Guy walks into an office and says, where's your ashtrays? How come you don't have any ashtrays? Well, ashtrays probably mean what? No ashtrays mean. Right? They don't smoke here. Oh, yeah, I forgot. So what I'm saying now, I'm not saying right or wrong to smoke. I'm just saying be careful in the marketplace that you aren't disturbing and wiping out and closing the door on a market you could enjoy simply because you're a bit careless about your habits. Habits. Now, I don't smoke, so I don't have this challenge for me, except a fine cigar after a unique meal. Some places around the world still know how to prepare a gentleman's cigar. It's kind of an interesting experience, mostly for show. Right? As long as you know which end to dip in the brandy, right? When But you see where I'm going here now on habits, habits. Zig Ziglar talked about the man who was late, who was late. I'm telling you, there's some circles, if you're late, you're not welcome anymore. You say, well, I've been late all my life. You know, if people don't like that, that's too bad. I'm saying that's okay. You can have that attitude if you want to. But what if it cost you $100,000 a year? Wouldn't you reconsider? That's too much to pay for the luxury of some habit that you could easily correct and maybe enjoy the benefits of a marketplace that's been closed up until now. This is all I'm saying. Take a look at your habits. Take a look at your language. Here's another one. Your dress. Now, sometimes dress changes regionally. In San Francisco on a business day, they wouldn't expect you to look like West Palm Beach. If you dress like West Palm Beach on a business day in San Francisco, somebody will, they'll treat you casual, right? Not appropriate dress. So part of this is company, part of it is region, part of it is locality, part of it is community. What's acceptable in the marketplace on a conservative basis, what would be acceptable to everyone in San Francisco to be dressed conservatively? In West Palm Beach, you can have a casual business dress perfectly acceptable. The key is to find out so that you don't cost yourself market that you could enjoy. You don't cost yourself customers that you could have. You don't cost yourself people that would gladly join and be part of it except for these difficulties. I had to learn some of this stuff. All of us have to learn the social graces and what's acceptable. The white socks don't go with the black tuxedo. I mean, some things you just have to learn. What if a guy called on farmers in his tuxedo? See, the word would spread. You should see this clown. So now that's the severe side, but here's what I'm asking you. Check your dress, check your clothes, check your attitude, check your behavior, check your language, 
check your habits, especially in the marketplace where you get paid. No use slamming the doors you don't need to slam. No use shutting off opportunity that you don't need to shut off by not considering some of these things, okay? One more I found important. Make your employer your employer, not your banker. I wondered why a few opportunities I lost. Because I too quickly I asked for a raise. I'd only been there a month, and I said, could I have an advance? An employer says, wow, I thought we hired the right guy, but this guy needs extra money already. Can't manage his affairs, has to have an advance. So here's what I... Don't make your employer your banker. Make your banker your banker. If you need a little extra money, go to your bank. Go somewhere, but not to your employer. Here's why. An employer is like opportunity. An opportunity doesn't want to see your need. Opportunity wants to see your seed. So let employer be employer. Let banker be banker. Let friend be friend. I found it was... A bit unwise to make a friend a banker or a relative a banker. Do you know why you go to a minister to discuss certain things so that he won't disclose it to the marketplace? And you go to your doctor to disclose it so he won't disclose how weak and sickly you might be. So you don't bring your weekly, your sickness to the marketplace and talk about it. You talk that over with your doctor. Talk over your maladies and your problems to your doctor. So jot this down. It's called show your seed and hide your need in the marketplace, especially. Show your seeds, show your willingness, show your desire, show your hard work, show your work ethic, show your arrive early, stay late attitude. Show that, but not your need. The marketplace is not interested in your need. Next is code of conduct. It's not a bad idea to take a piece of paper someday and just jot down what is your code of conduct. What do you expect from yourself? Some things you will do, some things you will not do. Jot this phrase down, what I want to be known for. Here's what I want to be known for. And that's not a bad list to make. As we're building our reputation day by day, week by week, month by month, and one opportunity leads to the next, leads to the next, Depend on what, depending on what we're known for. These are some of the things that may not appear in your resume. You know, you've been to school and you learned these skills and you worked for this company and you were there nine years and so on. In addition to that now, what's really important, especially for your own psyche, is to make a list of what you would like to be known for. I wanted to be known for always doing my best. I never wanted anyone to be disappointed at least in my presentation. They might be disappointed with my ideas because they thought I was wrong. They might be disappointed with my position because they thought I wasn't right. And they might be disappointed because, you know, I didn't say what I believed, you know, was contrary to what they believed. They might have been disappointed in that, but they were never disappointed in my sincerity, never disappointed in my ability to speak from my heart and my soul. If you have charge of some of my life and you send me off to another country, I promise to represent you grandly. I promise you won't have to stay awake nights wondering about Jim Rohn if you've sent him to Paris. I want you to be able to say, forget about Paris, Jim Rohn is there. He'll take care of it in the best style, 
He won't show up late and he won't show up drunk. He will represent us well. So have you got that good question now? What do I want to be known for? I want to be known for being on time. I want to be known for staying late. I want to be known for not ignoring anyone. I want to be known for my unique ability in conversation as well as presentation. I want to be known for the fact that I care for kids as well as adults. I want to be known for the company's interest as well as my own. I want to be known for one who helps to feed the goose that lays the golden eggs. I want to be known. I want to be known for my leadership skill. I want to be known for my attitude. I want to be known. What would that list be if you were to make it? Here's what I want to be known for. Sometime in the privacy of your own thoughts, away somewhere. Just work on that list. Here's the reputation I want to build. Now here's what's next under personal development. Under personal development, develop these five abilities. First of all is the ability to absorb. One of the big challenges for being here now, especially for three full days, some of you, it's going to be a challenge to try to get it all. But I'm asking you to do that. In another seminar I do, here's a little phrase I have. For the future, pay attention. See if you can't get everything. Every word possible, every idea possible. It's easy to let your mind wander. Right? And not really concentrate and, zig and dig in and make these days extraordinarily valuable for you. Absorb the atmosphere.